Needless to say, it's a lot of rings. That's a lot of rings. Now let's see. Let's see what that means. So the five golden rings is the first five books of the Old Testament. Huh. Called the, the Pentateuch? Man. This religion thing goes pretty deep, doesn't it? Five. Hold on. So there's a New Testament and an old one. And that was the two turtle doves. And this is the first five books? Damn, dude. It's got more books than the Harry Potter series. It's too much for me. Can I tell you guys, this is confession time. I like reading now, and I do read, but I, you know, when I was in school, mm, not really. And then we always had to do book reports. I used the same book for every book report. From grade four to grade 12, I used the same book, Into Thin Air by Jean, Jean Crocier. Let's see. Into Thin Air. I use this book <laughs> every single year. And all I would do is I would just, this is a great book. I would just like up the language, up the content as I moved up grades. In fact, I think grade four to five, I didn't even have to make any adjustments. I just handed in the same thing. And that was the beauty of kind of before they had the database and the internet was they didn't know. Teachers didn't know if you reused. I think now it all goes into a database and they can search it. But whatever. We're not here to talk about that. This is the fifth day of Christmas. And this is coming out on Christmas. So you're listening to this. You either have already opened your... Uh, I, I'm hoping you've already opened your Christmas gifts. Uh, that would be weird if you're listening to this before. Seeing the family. But then again, thanks if you are. But I'm assuming... So everyone has now... You've opened your gifts. And some of you are pissed. Some of you are pissed off because some of you asked for one thing. You emphasized very clearly, this is the main thing that I want. And you didn't even get that. You didn't even get the one thing. You've worked all year. You got everyone else the things on their list. And all you wanted was the one thing. And you never got it, did you? You got everything else. You got the socks. Right? You put the you got the things that you put on your list as a joke. But you get you didn't get the headphones you want. You didn't get the the I don't even know the train set, the model train set. So for you people I I empathize? I empathize. And for everyone else, there's probably someone listening who's pumped. You might have got more than you were expecting. Maybe you asked for iPhone 12 mini. And somebody was feeling generous, stacking up Serb checks this year, and they got you the iPhone 12 Pro. Damn. So good for you. Either way, the gifts are over. And you know what? Christmas is not about the gifts. It's about having time with your family. But it really is about the gifts because there is sort of this post-gift depression that I find happens every Christmas after you've done all your gifts and you realize that's it. I, you know, I've built this up in my mind. I've expected a lot. And yeah, I did get things, but I still wanted a little more. And there is that turn. That's the turning point when you realize that that's it. Christmas is kind of over. Now we just got to sit out the rest of the day and drink basically, and then eat some old dusty turkey. But I'm curious to look back. Let's see what the most popular Christmas gifts are by year. And I happen to open this now. Shout out, first of all. We're gonna, I think we'll start in like 1985. Let's start there. But I got to do a huge shout out to 1975 because you will not believe this. The most 
<laughs> oh my God. The most popular gift was the pet rock. That's not a joke. The pet rock. I've loosely heard of this before, but I've never really... I mean, I thought this was something my parents made up just to scare us about how poor they were when they were kids. But no, sure enough, this was a thing. You could buy a pet rock. It came in a box. It had its own little nest, and it's just a rock. What I like about this is, one, again, remember how we talked about people having weird dreams and having to put up with the haters earlier? Earlier, That was episode one or two. This Somebody's dream out there was to sell rocks to people. And again, you think they didn't get hate for that? And they came up with a way to... And then just the genius of finding a way to make a rock marketable. It's a rock. And it was not only... Not only were they able to sell some rocks. This was the number one gift. I bet these are actually worth a lot now. Just for the, the historical value of it. But Pet Rock was number one. And I guess that means that... I, I will say this though too. I'm not putting up with any... You know, criticism from that generation. They criticize our generation. You guys bought rocks. Okay? So I know you make fun of millennials, right? We're, we're spending $8 on avocado toast. Yeah, that's kind of stupid. Oh, excuse me. You guys, what does this say? You guys bought 6 million rocks. So yeah, I think that's a bit of... Hey, those in, in glass houses shouldn't throw stones or pet rocks, if you ask me. <laughs> All right, that was really dumb. Let's keep going here. So, let's go to 1980. Um, by the way, I got this guy. I don't know if anyone else has this. this. It's this omnipresent dude. He has got glasses on. This guy pops up on every single website that I go to. Every YouTube video that I see, this guy is popping up with his... He must be spending $2 million on marketing. And I don't... I'm creeped out. There's... Oh my God. There's two of them on one page. Who is this guy? I'm going to post a photo and see if you guys know what this is. Because I don't know what's going on. I don't know if he's just following me around. I'm not... I haven't clicked any of this shit. And he keeps... What is it called? A Durotech? Audiotech? All right. I'm out. Okay. Let's go. 1980 Rubik's Cube. That was the number one gift? Dude, those things suck. Rubik's Cubes are like um, pogo sticks. Like, yeah, they look fun, but you have to have a level of proficiency for it to even be fun. If you can't solve a Rubik's Cube, then what's the point of sitting there, spinning the thing around... There's like, you know what I realized in this moment is there's only two types of Rubik's Cubes people. There's every, there's the people who solve it in like four seconds, right? And then there's everyone else. There's no middle, like, oh yeah, you never heard like, oh yeah, he's pretty good at the Rubik's Cube. Takes him like 30 minutes. There's the people who are obsessive and they do it and they figure out a way to do it in like 10 seconds for some reason. And then there's everyone else who realizes that's uh, the biggest waste of time you could ever do. That and cup stacking. I don't know if you guys remember cup stacking, but there was kids out there getting obsessed with this cup stacking thing. I remember they even brought it into our gym class. And there was there was a whole generation of kids who were able to stack these cups in like, you know, 12 seconds or whatever. And now you, now what are they doing? You know what they're doing? They're traveling the world, making millions of dollars. Cup stacking. All right. Lego train was 1981. That's kind of cool. 
It's kind of cool to think that people used to have full train sets. That's something I would like to do, but I'm past the age where it's acceptable. If you, if you came into my house and as a grown man, I had a train set and I was wearing a conductor hat and I had no pants, uh, that's a red flag. And so there's just certain toys that I realized, even if I wanted to, I'm past the age of it being acceptable to, yo, this is creepy too. Can I say one more thing about these advertisements? I went, this is so creepy. I have, I went to Walmart today and bought AAA batteries. And now the other advertisements on this website are batteries. I don't, they're listening. They are tracking our purchases. You know what? Whatever. All right. 82 BMX bike. It's a badass generation. If you were born in 82, that's badass that we, how did we go from Rubik's cube to BMX bike in two years? Everyone just figured out how to be cool in 24 months. All right, 1983 Cabbage Patch Kids. That's that's before my time. I've seen those. Okay, 84 was Transformers. That makes sense. The original Nintendo, 1985. Damn, I never had that. We had the Nintendo 64 when I was a kid. This is the moment I realized I got old. Was I used to coach floor hockey for like 10 to 12 year olds. And I remember one time I alluded to a Nintendo 64 and they had no idea what I was talking about. And that was the first time that I felt like, wow, I'm out. I'm out of the young generation now. I'm out. They don't even know what N64 is. Right? They don't even know. That's like when I see, um, it's the same way when I see TikTok now. I'm like, I don't even know what the hell's going on. All right. Laser tag in 1986. What? Damn, that was a whole kit you could have for your house. Jenga. Um, okay, Jenga's fun, but damn, if I got that as a gift for as a kid, dude, if I got that as a gift as an adult, I'd be kind of pissed. It's not, it's a good idea gift, but I always feel like when you open a gift that's like a board game, you're like, this is a gift for more than just me. I want it for just me. Now I got to find people to play this with me. All right, let's see. 87 is basket baseball cards. 89, baby. Game Boy. That came out in 89? That's two years before I'm born. Damn. That was my favorite gift. I talked about that already. 90, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm starting to have a wave of nostalgia now. This is getting right into my childhood. Yes, the Ninja Turtles. Here's a fun fact. I wasn't allowed to watch that show because my mom, one, was anti-turtle, and two, um, she thought it was too violent. I wasn't allowed to watch Power Rangers. Think about this. When I was a kid, I wasn't allowed to watch Power Rangers because it was too violent. I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons because apparently it was inappropriate. I had to wait till I was like 15 to be able to watch that shit. And now I think about kids, and they have the internet. They're seeing stuff, dude. Now these kids are seeing stuff on the internet. That wouldn't, Can you even imagine? 1991, the year of my birth was Super Nintendo. Wow. We never had one of those. I remember my daycare had one. Wow. 92, Barbie Dreamhouse. Yes, I know that was at the top of my list. I played Barbie a couple times. When I was a kid. Because you know what I would do? It's fun as a guy when you get to play 
Barbie because what you do is you just destroy. You just punch things over. That's so fun. I remember uh, my sister had a Barbie house and all you would do is you would go in and you see the appliances and you just punch them. So actually Barbies are fun to play with. Even as a boy. Talk boy. 93 was a talk boy. I don't know if you guys remember that. I don't know what that is. It looks like a audio recording device. Maybe that was for anyone doing a podcast back in 93. 1994 Power Rangers. This is what I'm talking about. And I'm going to tell you guys something right now. Power Rangers. I had a bit of a crush on the pink one. Pink Power Ranger. Right? There was something about Pink Power Ranger. And the other one was Sailor Moon. Do you guys remember Sailor Moon? There was the scene where they would change from being in their school uniforms to the sailors or whatever they, whatever they, the superheroes. And my buddy said, if you paused at the right point, you could see a bit of a sailor's moon, if you know what I mean. That show got me, that show had me feeling all kinds of weird ways. 95, this is huge. This is a huge one. Beanie babies. Let's take a step back. Let's take a step back and give the respect to how hardcore Beanie Babies ran the game in the 90s. Okay, we're talking about one, they were collector's items. Some of these are actually worth a lot today. If you have Beanie Babies stashed up somewhere, which we all do, anyone from the 90s has a box of Beanie Babies somewhere, go look through because some of them are somehow worth a lot of money. Two, do these things, this was the only time there was ever a line at McDonald's was because they had the Beanie Babies. I remember it. They had the Beanie Babies as part of the toy with the Happy Meal. And people would flock to McDonald's. I remember my mom took me out of school for two days to go get the Beanie Baby toys. That is fucking crazy. And here was the number one thing. And you'll remember this. I love to think someone's listening to this too who is born after 95 or born later who doesn't even know what I'm talking about. You have to understand that these these were so big that the that tag, whoever, you know what? The real hero of the Beanie Baby is not who invented the, the toys. It's whoever invented that T-Y tag that hangs off the edge. Because that had a little story about the animal. Here's Krabby Crabbersons. He's grumpy, but he loves love. Give him a love or give him a hug. And they actually invented plastic covers to maintain the integrity of that tag. Because let me tell you something right now. If you got a beanie baby and you took the... Oh my, I don't even want to say it. I almost can't even say it. If you took the tag off your beanie baby, you're you're crazy. You just ruined the whole thing. These were not to be played with. These were to be respected, gently touched and hugged and loved, but ultimately kept pristine for future value. That's crazy. Yeah, you wouldn't take the tag off your beanie baby. The same way if you get a really cool hat, you don't take that sticker off, apparently. Dude, beanie babies were so huge. Wow, 96, this one is huge too. A Tickle Me Elmo. Wow, that's 96? Yeah, those were huge. 
I don't think we ever had one. But now I kind of want one. Again, though, if you came to my house and as a grown adult, I just had a Tickle Me Elmo next to my train set. And I was dealing Beanie Babies. Some questions are going to be asked. 97. I can't even believe the level of nostalgia I'm having right now. This is such a weird feeling. Tamagotchi. What? Oh my god, dude, we used to have Tamagotchis in our class. That was the original iPhone, okay? So you know how kids are on their phones in their class right now and it's distracting, texting each other? We were not texting when I was a kid. You know what I was doing? Feeding an egg. (laughs) Do you know what I was doing? I was on my Tamagotchi cleaning up the, the gotchi poo. All this thing would do is you feed it, it would poo, you clean the poo, You feed the egg, and then eventually it would hatch. And then you had a Tamagotchi. And you would just grow it as big, and it would level up. Dude, that is so unbelievable. I completely forgot about those. 76 million Tamagotchis were sold worldwide. And again, who invented this? This guy, the... The Tamagotchi guy and the Pet Rock guy probably live on some Illuminati beach somewhere just laughing at how hard they ran it. And same with like Captain, same with like Terry T.Y. or whatever, T.Y. Beanie Babies. All these toy people must just sit somewhere at some toy island just reminiscing. That was, dude, Tamagotchis were sick. Oh my God, I'm getting excited scrolling through these. Okay, 1998 Furby. Furby was another huge one. This was another one where... I remember there was a girl in my class that left and she didn't even lie. The teacher like, where are you going? She's like, I'm go- we're leaving. My mom has to go. We have to go get Furby. And my teacher was like, that's fine because they were so big. I never had one. I think it was more for girls and I can't really even explain the appeal of it. I know it was huge, but it was basically like an owl, hairy owl thing with eyelashes. You guys know what it is. That's so funny. How did they... Oh, what does this say? The most expensive Furby was $100,000? All right. Well, that's a little bit. That's, I mean, that's you have too much money at that point. All right. 99 Pokemon cards, dominant. Dominant Pokemon cards were huge, dude. They had to ban them from our school. They banned Pokemon cards before they banned drugs from our school. They would rather that we were doing a little drugs and at least interacting and learning how to play because... I would say Pokemon cards was almost the original COVID-19. Because you know how this thing came in and everything shut down? That's what it felt like on the playground. Pokemon cards showed up and soccer was shut down. Basketball was shut down. Football. No one's even running around. Because you know what we're doing? We're sitting in circles. Trying to get a vapory on. Trying to get a a didgeridoo. No, that's a longhorn thing. A Digadoo, a Digado, a Mewtwo, Charmander. And I apparently, now I wasn't really allowed to do Pokemon in my house. Again, too violent. I don't know how it's violent if it's a fake Japanese animal that doesn't even really exist that shoots fake fire out of his face. Apparently that was violent. But I couldn't do Pokemon cards. But my friend gave me one on, on the low, on the down low, and I felt good about it. And yeah, kids would do it. If they would go, is it holographic? And that meant shiny. 
But what they don't realize is the educational value was no kid knew the word holographic in grade three until it mattered. Until it added value to your um, Raichu. That's the one that Pikachu would evolve into. Sick. Pokemon cards were huge. 2000. Razor Scooter. Yeah, it's so weird to remember all this shit. Can I also say one thing too? It blows my mind that someone could be born in the year 2000. When we, we were doing a comedy competition not too long ago. And um, one of the contestants was born in the year 2000. And he has some hilarious material about that. But it, it does blow my mind. For someone to go, I'm too... Yo, someone... And they can drink. Oh my god. That means somebody has a driver's license out there. They were born in the year... 2000 you could be born in 2001 and still be able to drink i don't i thought people were stopped being born after 99 that's crazy razor scooters were huge i think those are all gone those are all definitely in the ocean now those are sitting at the bottom of the ocean how many of these sold oh here we go here's a fun fact about razor scooters dan green landed the first backflip ever in 2000 Okay, can I just, even if we have to edit this, I need to see Dan Green Razor Scooter backflip really quick. I have to see just, there, there's no video of this. Interesting. All right. And let's end in 2001. And this is kind of funny. This came up. Pogo stick. And that's what I said. That's a weird one to me. Um... I don't, and the rest of these I don't even know. 2002 is a for real cat. 2003 Nintendo, it starts getting into like, yeah, 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 yeah. And and by the way, the last one here is Xbox 360 in 2005. You you can see how things escalate throughout the years. I mean, in in 75 we were literally selling rocks to people, and by 2005, people want a whole gaming console that's like two thousand dollars. But man, that is so much nostalgia. From the 90s. The only thing that didn't make this list, which I'm surprised, is Beyblades. They never reached the popularity of Pokemon. But Beyblades were pretty big, man. We had kids getting injured over that shit. Because they would have these Beyblade battles. I wonder, I would just wonder how many people listening feel the same nostalgia that I do hearing this shit. And then how many people listening were maybe born later after this and can't don't even know what i'm talking about and that's fascinating to me to think that somebody doesn't know like the importance of trying to get a holographic charmander from your friend to think that somebody out there doesn't had never went into a pokemon deal gone south where you're getting snacks you're getting gushers fruit by the foot you're doing um dunkaroos because that's your currency in the 90s as a kid and you're trading that for a blastoise damn dude if you don't you send me a message and i'll I'll walk you through the whole thing because that shit had street value and that's where we learned that's where we learned yeah and that's how we learn how the world works it's a scary thing out there but you know what Merry Christmas to everyone. Thank you guys, honestly, so much for tuning in during this, for listening to this. I hope that this is 
just something fun to listen to over the holidays. It's a weird one. We're locked in, but it's uh, we have the gift of the internet. We have the gift of being able to listen to this type of stuff. And I feel privileged to be able to talk about this stuff and even put it out for everyone. So thank you once again for listening. I hope you guys had an incredible Christmas. And please send me a message. If you got what you wanted, what that was, and even better, if you didn't get what you wanted, I want to hear what you got instead. Because sometimes people fuck it up so bad. And I would love to hear that. It's hilarious. Thank you guys very much. And I'll talk to you tomorrow on Boxing Day. Bye-bye.